Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am eager to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about difficult people. I'm sure we can all relate to feeling put upon and irritated by some people. And most of the time, we feel powerless, don't we, to stop accommodating them. Although we take issue with their behavior or implicit demands, it's not so easy to set limits. Even though they make us feel bad, I know there's a part of us that still wants to genuinely help them. But most of us, for most of us, we really just don't know how. So what can we do? We're going to talk about these people and what you can do to help yourself as well as the other person, right? All right. So if you want to call in on this topic or have a question, uh, our call-in number is 323 642-1677. That number again is 323-642-1677. Or you can find us on the chat line right here on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. I'm going to be looking for you, so I want you to call in, all right? So, which part is true? Are they really just difficult or do you just not like them? Well, sometimes when a person is labeled difficult, it's not their behavior, but rather the observer just didn't like certain types of people. Or maybe this person reminded them of someone else, maybe a family member that they don't get along with or that they just don't like, right? So you disassociate with the new person because they remind you of someone else that you also don't get along with. Okay, so many people think that a difficult person is just one type, when in reality, most people who are difficult <laughs> tend to be a mixture of a few types. That's why this it's so hard to tackle these people, right? Because you think it's only one issue that's bothering you, but probably there's four issues that are bothering you. And not only that, it gets even more complicated. Many difficult people change from one type to another depending on the particular situation, what their goal is and who they're dealing with. And they can do it within the same conversation. No wonder you're thrown off balance. All right. So what are some of the common behaviors that people get upset with. Okay, so what are the who are these difficult people? All right. So, 
one particular group is the group that just doesn't pull their weight, all right? So what do we call these people? Slacker, meaning that the person just doesn't do enough work, and the subtype to that is gets involved in too many minor or irrelevant jobs. We call this person the escape artist, and doesn't do particular type, particular parts of their job because, for example, they don't like them. Oh, my. We call this person the sugar and argues and makes excuses as to why they won't be able to do it or haven't done it. Person is called the excuse maker. I can see why that would get on your nerves. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot to unpack. All right. The next type, who's also in this category, is just the lazy person. They only work or help out or contribute if they've been specifically asked or directed to do so. Oh, my gosh. I call this person the sideliner. Um, so this subtype, only shows interest and makes an effort when they can personally benefit. <laughs> or, I guess, when they, their feet are put to the fire, right? Then they'll act. But until then, lazy, lazy Rama, right? All right, next up, Maverick. So who is this person? This person is a person that might be busy working, but instead of following the plan and working with others, they do their own thing. Why? Because they're more important than you. They're more important than the team. They're more important than what the boss wants. Heck, they're a maverick. Okay. Now, next up, the problem creator. So this person creates problems in which others have to fix. This is, oh my gosh, I, I really, really hate this type of person. Um, I've only met one or two of these people in my life, but they just have this innate ability to create a time bomb and then the fallout someone else, meaning me, I have to go pick up the pieces. I really hate this. I mean, if I created the time bomb, that's one thing. But when somebody else creates the time bomb and they, there's no accountability there, there's no apology, there's no accommodation happening, and they just, you know, shrug their shoulders. Or maybe they're so oblivious that they don't even know that they've set off the time bomb. Oh, ugh, this person really gets on my nerves. How about you? Right? Okay. All right, so the subtype of this problem creator is that they actually damage property. So that person is called a vandal. All right? Now, let's go to another group of people. This person, these people have an exaggerated view of their importance. Okay, so who are they? Few people in this category. The rule breaker doesn't follow the rules because the rules don't apply to them, right? Next up, the self-appointed boss. Oh, yes, they are not shy to tell others what to do. They're not shy to boss these people around, all without any authority whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Um, 
All right. So, and some people fall for this trap because they're so convincing that the other people think that they need to follow them because they're just, you know, so convincing with, with their attitude and everything. All right. Next up, the know-it-all for almost any topic under the sun. <coughs> Going in my throat there. All right. So, <clears throat> the know-it-all for almost any topic, they claim to know a lot about a certain topic, Right. Okay, <clears throat> and for almost any topic or problem, these know-it-alls come forward with the answer. Mm-hmm. Another person in this group, the big-headed monsters, sure, they make it clear their ideas, contributions, and achievements are more important than other people's, and therefore Everyone should listen to them. And then, of course, we have good old Mr. or Miss Hotshot. They don't concede any points. Uh, they don't admit mistakes. And, yes, they, too, are always right. Ay, Chihuahua. All right, let's move on to the third group. <clears throat> and who are they? Well, they hinder work, progress, and productivity right? They're roadblockers, basically. So who are these people? The loud mouth, meaning that they talk too loudly. Oh, boy. The motor mouth, they talk too often or for too long. I actually know two people in my life (laughs) that are motor mouths. And one time, without knowing anything, I put the two of them together on the same outing, on the same trip, And guess what happened? They canceled each other out. So if there's another motor mouth in Department A and another one in Department D, please try this experiment and see if it works for you. See if they cancel each other out because who's going to out-talk the other one, right? All right. Next up, the rambler. It takes a long time to get to the point because they go into way too much detail. Then we have the digressor, who is somebody who ignores the topic, goes off on tangents, and talks about whatever they're interested in at the time. So the subtype of this group is being obsessed with a particular topic, meaning that not only do they digress, but they're obsessive about it. All right, next up, the interjector. This is when people are talking and this person talks over them. (laughs) Or as the feminists would like to say, you're mansplaining me. Well, I guess there's women-splaining too, but, you know, they're talking over you. Next up, the interferer. This person interferes when people are trying to work or have a private conversation. So sometimes you close your office door and even that's not enough. They'll just barge right in. Do you know somebody like this? Uh Uh-huh. Die Hard is the next group. Now, this group is negative about new ideas and won't give them a fair go. Hmm. Too bad for that, right? 
All right, next up, the vacillator. Who is this? This person regularly changes their mind. Ugh, so annoying, especially when you need a head count or something. Um, it's so annoying when they keep hopping from one topic to the next, oftentimes the opposite topic. It's like, shut up and pick one, <laughs> right? Next up, the procrastinator. Now, this person doesn't make up their mind at all. They just put it off and put it off, put it off, and put it off. All right. Okay. Uh, the next group that I'm going to talk about is the sabotagers and people who undermine, right? Okay, we're going to take a quick break right now. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about difficult people. These people have you have your boots stuck in cement. You just don't even know how to deal with them. So I'm going to, at the end of the show, I'm going to go over some of the techniques that we can use to help diffuse this situation. So when we come back from the break, uh, we're going to be talking about the saboteurs. So get your numbers uh, down, 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677, or I'll catch you on the chat line, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. We'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that will change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about 
difficult people, you'll want to join me on this show so you can call in with a comment or question. Do you have difficult people in your life? 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677, or you can use the chat line right here on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right, so next up we're talking about the saboteurs, people who undermine you. So there's a ton of people that are in this category. Uh, the first one is the gossiper. Now, she or he tells stories about people and then gossips about them. Ay, chihuahua. Next up, the ever-famous backstabber. They put people down, but behind their back. So, you know, they're all nicey-nicey to your face. But then again, they've got that they've got that knife and they're stabbing you in the back. <clears throat> Next up is the excluder. So this excludes particular people from conversations, activity, and events. Hmm. That can't feel good, right? Okay. Next up is the thief. I'm sure you have one in your office. They steal ideas, money, or material goods. Yeah, that steal idea business, you know, they'll take your your idea that you've been working on for two months and they'll present it at the meeting as if it's their own and they want to take credit for it. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, how do you deal with the thief? <clears throat> Next up is the credit taker. They take rewards and credit for work done by others. So aren't they the lazy ones? Okay, next up is the liar. Hi, Chihuahua. Lies, 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 and lies. Anything to make themselves look good, right? Next up, we have the hogger. This person hogs information by not sharing what they know. So they have information that's very material to the group project that you guys are working on, but they're not going to share that because, I don't know, they're going to bring it out at some later date so they can, you know, be the star star of the show, I guess. I don't know. You know these types. The hogger. Next up, we have the overloader. Uh-huh. They overload other people with where with work and not only that with their work so some some kind of way they convince you to do their work oh boy all right next up is the nitpicker they find minor faults with others and their work um, and then they make a big deal out of it actually it could be minor faults it could be big faults it, <laughs> it's it's uh, fault insensitive, you know. They just find fault. That's their deal in life. They just like to complain. All right, next up, the accuser. Now, the accuser, particularly those who can't defend themselves of wrongdoing. Okay, accuse others. Next up, the rule changer. So they have a different set of rules for different people on different days. Wow. So you can never predict where they're coming from, 
right? Because it always changes. <laughs> All right. Next up is the person who is a yes addict. Now, this person is too agreeable and often runs the risk of giving people bad advice. So the subtype of this group is um, maybe they're agreeable and complimentary in order to gain favor. We call these people brown nosers. Um, and maybe they are agreeable when they aren't really agreeing at all, but they will say so behind your back and or at a later date to your face. Aye. So this is the closet whiner, right? Because they're keeping material information from you. Next up is the commitment breaker. So they don't do what they say that they, they were going to do or that they agree to do or that they imply that they were going to do or worse yet, what they were supposed to do. They've just, they just continue to break their commitments. Not a good look. Who wants to work around someone like that? All right. Next set of people, people who belittle, persecute, and intimidate. Oh, this is a fun one. All right. So the swearer. So this person uses coarse or crude language, uses terms with sexual overtones. Maybe they're cursing. Um, and they basically just use words or phrases which others find offensive. Wow. All right. Well, I guess there's got to be one in the group. Bigot. Now, this, this person is somebody who is bigoted, prejudiced, sexist, racist. Mm -hmm. You add the IST next to it, and they're it. <laughs> okay. And half the time, they don't even know they fall in these categories. So that's what makes it even stranger, right? The criticizer unfairly blames, reprimands, or criticizes. Hmm. That can't be a good feeling to be on the other side of that, right? Ugh, gosh. All right. But then you got to wonder, how were they raised? Their parents probably criticized the hell out of them. So this is like the new and improved version that maybe they're criticizing 50% to the degree that their parents criticized them. Who knows? You know, usually this trade is passed on. All right. Next up, the put-down champ. Now, this person makes cutting remarks, gives backhanded compliments, or just is plain sarcastic. And again, you don't want to be on the other side of that coin, right? Okay. The tormentor. Okay, they torment you, they tease you, they mimic you, and mock you. Lovely. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be inviting this person to your next birthday party. The patronizer. Okay, so now this is a very sly, passive-aggressive personality. They talk down to people, and they try to make them look foolish, especially in front of others. Yeah, well, I mean, why not do it in front of others? You get more bang for your buck that way. Dismissive. Now, they dismiss the ideas and contributions made by others um, because, God forbid, you know, the sun rises and sets on them. So, 
and they don't want to give credit where credit is due, meaning credit somewhere else. You know, it's always got to be about them. So the subtype of this group is unnecessarily, they unnecessarily analyze what people say, even in the run-of-the-mill conversations, and they usually take an opposing point of view. Yes, you guessed it. We call this person the contrarian. <laughs> um, all right, next up, dictator. Of course, we've all been around a dictator, right? Someone who is authoritarian and controlling. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, the space invader. So this person makes you feel uncomfortable by getting physically too close, right? And sometimes they even touch you or bump elbows or bump shoulders or whatever. It's like, get away from me. Oof. All right, next up, the complainer. Now, the complainer unreasonably complains. They complain for an excessive amount of time, meaning everyone got it in one sentence, but this person carries on for like five minutes over the same topic. So the complainer hits an excessive amount of criticism, one singular topic. Oh, boy. All right. Next up, we're going to be talking about the manipulator. So there's a few people that are in this category. Do you know someone who's a manipulator? <laughs> All right. So if you do, you can call me at 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677 or hit me up on the chat line blogtalkradio.com blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross forward slash DT Linda Gross we'll catch you right back after the break we're going to be talking about manipulators hey guys do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about those difficult people. And you know what? It's not just one trait. They often have three and four and five behaviors that kind of overwhelm the recipient. We usually get, you know, 
stuck in our boots and we don't know what to say. We get tongue-tied. We're going to go over how to diffuse some of these types. So we have another category here, and in just a few moments, I'm going to go over some ways to diffuse this type of personality. All right, next up. The manipulator. Now, a few people that are in this category, they're too personal. So they make comments or ask questions about people's personal lives, which are intrusive and frankly, none of their business. For example, they literally ask, how much did you pay for your house the minute they walk in your front door? I, I actually know someone like that. Or they ask what, what your annual income is. Wow. I mean, they just have <laughs> a lot of, you know what, a lot of cojones. All right? But not in a good way. I mean, it's like I'm sure they're curious, and I'm sure there's different ways to find the answer out uh, to these questions. But, no, these people are bold. They, they you know. They will charge through that wall no matter what because, again, it's all about them. Next up, the entrapper. So they encourage, push, and incite others, especially subordinates, to do wrong. Yikes. So at the end of the day, whatever they're enticing you to do, um, you might get in trouble for it because it's wrong. So just beware of this type of personality. The imposer, the impo imposer imposes on others for favors, such, a, such as to take on extra work or to get them out of a jam. Wow. Okay. The pleader. Have you had someone like this who pleads and plays on your emotions to get you to do what they want? Hmm. Next up. We have the tantrum thrower. So these people, they're not two. <laughs> they're well past the age of two, but they throw tantrums to try and get their own way. Next up is the whiner. So inappropriately and at length, they tell people how bad they've got it, especially when compared to others. Like no one has a more horrible story than they do. All right. Next up is the side tracker. This person sidetracks conversations to avoid certain topics or to make people talk about a specific topic. All right. Again, it's all about what they want, right? So just just beware of this person. Next up is the aggressor. All right, a few people that are in this category how about the demander? They demand and insist that people do what they want, even when they've told they've been told that it can't be done or it won't be done that way. So basically, a demander is a very pushy person, right? Because they want what they want and they want it now, so they're going to demand it from you. <clears throat> Next up. The abuser. They abuse people, which include throwing things. Oh, boy. And the subtype of this group is they attack without warning. That's no fun. Next up, the person is a threat 
maker. Do you have one of these in your life where they threaten people? Do this or else? Oh, my gosh. All right. And next up, I hope we don't have anybody like this among us, violent, the violent person. They attempt to or they actually do inflict physical harm. Wow. I hope none of us are around that element. Okay. So let's take a deep breath. Let's soak it all in. How do you deal with these difficult people? All right. So here we go. Take everything that they say with a grain of salt. Why? Because this too will pass, as they say. Realize that it just may be their job, meaning like the telemarketers. I know you don't like them, but, you know, they have a job to do. And it's not necessarily the person. It's just the nature of their job. You know, used car salesmen, telemarketers, you know, there are certain jobs like that that are just inherently annoying, no matter how you cut it. Okay. Difficult people are doing the best that they can. Okay, now this is a big one because a lot of people think that they could do better. But I'm going to let you in on a secret. If they could do better, they would already be be doing it. So, no, they cannot do better. This is their lane and they can't do better. They would need more training to do better. And at the moment, they don't have that insight. I really need you to let this one sink in because a lot of people think, oh, well, they're just going to, you know, they're, they, they can do better. They're just not using better tactics. No, except that they can't do better. <laughs> this is all they got. All right. So once you accept reality, you're going to have a better and easier time with it. All right. What else can you do? Reply by using their name. It catches them off guard. They're counting on you to not be paying attention. So when you start your reply with using their name, they calm down a bit. I, I use this this uh, technique with the telemarketers. Or if, you know, it could be somebody that's in person also that's super annoying to you. Some kind of way repeating their name calms them down. It, it pulls them off track from their negative track that they're on. All right. Next thing you can do is start with a compliment. Okay. Again, this tactic throws them off guard. You might say something like, I realize you have a tough job and you must be calling a hundred people today, but, you know, dot, 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 fill in the blanks. Um, or you can ask them how their day is going. You could say something like, how's the weather in Peoria? So, like, how would you know to ask that? Well, look at the caller ID and find out what city they're calling from. And then use that in your reply. Come on now. You've got certain tools. Take advantage of them. All right, next up. Use humor. Again, it takes the conversation down a notch, right? Okay, use mirroring. This is a very important one and very effective. Let me see if I understand what you are asking. And then repeat it back to them, right? 
and say, it's XYZ, right? Like, you know, get verification that you actually, you know, listen correctly and you have it right. Sometimes by saying their request out loud, they actually can hear how ridiculous this sounds. So you already heard how ridiculous it sounded a few minutes ago, but when you repeat it back, that might take them down a notch or two because then it's coming from someone else's mouth and they can hear it from your mouth instead of hearing it from their head, right? Okay, so repeat back what you think you're you're hearing. Plus, it's very validating to hear that the other person was actually listening to you. So this is a wonderful technique to use to diffuse things a little bit. Okay, next up, focus on the what, not the how. So dominant personality types are usually task-oriented. Oh, my gosh, i got to make 100 calls today. Or, oh, my gosh, I, gosh, I got to you know, finish XYZ by the end of the day, whatever that project was, right? They're task oriented. They don't care about the outcome. They don't care about the, I mean, I'm sorry. They do care about the outcome. They do not care about the process. So don't focus on process. Focus on concrete, tangible facts and how you can help them get to point Z. Got it? Stay with direct assertions. This is not a brainstorming or collaborative session. Again, they don't care about the methodology. Talk to them about how your proposal affects the bottom line and its expected results, which is the result that they're expecting from you, right? Talk about how you're going to get there, how you're going to get to Z, because that's really all they care about. All right, next up. Don't match their rudeness. You're the adult here. Always maintain your level of cool, dignity, and manners. Even though they might not be, you maintain your level of cool. All right, next up. Ask yourself, what do I need that I'm not receiving? So if they're being rude, for example, say, I'd be happy to continue the conversation with you, but I would ask that you take it down a notch. And if they don't, then say, I will have to end this call or I will have to end this meeting. And then do it, you know, put them to task there. So don't let them mistreat you. State what your needs are and let them respond accordingly. And if not, walk out. Okay, Um, next up, since you are only in control of yourself, tell the other person what you are going to do, not what they should do, because you can't really control them anyway. So it's kind of pointless to be telling them what they should be doing. It's not going to work. So only address what you are going to do with regard to this conversation, okay? All right, and most of all, 
see this experience as a learning opportunity for you. These negative people are put in our lives for a reason, okay? The reason is um, to learn from it, right? So if you want to do that, make it a game and you can and and try to figure out what you can do to turn the dynamic around to where it's more positive for you. And if all of that fails, like I said a moment ago, you can leave. You know, you can say, I'm sorry, I'm not getting, you know, what I need out of this conversation. I'll have to reschedule this meeting for tomorrow. All right, so it's an opportunity to say no that you don't want to be treated in this ill-begotten way, right? Okay, so a lot of times that won't work. A lot of times they will continue to be rude. So you go back to square one, look at it as why is this person in my life? What can I learn from it? And can I turn the dynamic around to where it's more positive for yourself? All right? Okay. And there you have it. See? That wasn't so terrible, was it? (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's take a quick station break here, and I'll be right back. Thank you for listening to our show today. I really appreciate it. Please tell your friends and family. There's lots of ways that you can show your love. If you happen to like our show today, you can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. What's the name of the book? Well, it is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right? The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Where can you get it? On Amazon. You can download in a few seconds or what most men do is they request Amazon to send you the paperback, which takes about five days or so. But I think what they do is when you do that, you automatically get the ebook, so you get two for the price of one. Might as well just do that while you're waiting around for the five days. You can start in on the ebook, so you actually have both formats right there. So that's what I would do. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can download that ebook for free. All right? So make that happen. Okay. Uh, If you happen to have missed the show earlier this this month, we were talking about Clary's new book. He's a friend and sponsor of our show, and it was called The Menu. So he was talking about what happens when there's no marriage, no family, and you know, what are you supposed to do? So men um, who have no, if men have no traditional value, now what are you going to do with your life, right? Okay, so that's what his book is about, The Menu. And you can live your life with purpose and meaning, according to Aaron, um, even if you know in advance you cannot partner up because women no longer want you. All right, which is kind of the state of the affairs today. So um, 
this was one of my most popular shows. You'll want to check it out, The Menu. And where can you find uh, this particular podcast? Well, right here on Blog Talk Radio, of course. Or you can go to um, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify. We're on Spotify now. And you can go to any and all of um, the podcasting platforms. Hopefully, uh, if the major ones aren't on your list, maybe you're a subscriber to one of the other uh, podcasting platforms. And you can find us, The Men's Advocate Show, The Men's Advocate Show. Let me tell you a little bit more about uh, Aaron's book. My friend and colleague, Aaron Clary, he has a brand new book out. It's called The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. So for all of human history, men and women have come together to form families. It may have been common, it may have been routine, but that's what they did. Generation after generation for all of human history, men and women formed families. Well, that is until now. So he is answering the question for you, is partnering up good for you in 2022? (laughs) I know many men would say not so much, right? All right. So you got to check out his new book. It's called The Menu. I'll put it in my social media link so you can just click on it. You can catch it on Amazon. It's doing super well. The Menu. Catch that. All right. Okay, I think I just saw a caller, but it's gone away now. Call me back. (laughs) All right, Um, the person who is 6606, right? Call me back. I'm sorry I missed your call, but I'm here for another couple of minutes. Okay, let's see what else. If you want me to sign your book, the first way is you have Amazon ship it to me. The second way is if you already have a book, send it to me, I'll sign it and ship it back, right? So all of those instructions on how and where, et cetera, just go to my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, scroll down to the bottom, and there's a place there that says sign my book. You can click on that, and it'll give you the instructions. Okay, Mr. 6606, are you still there? Oh, let's see where you are. Um, (laughs) Let me see if I can give you a call, see if that would work. All right, bear with me, guys. I'll be right there. Let's see if we can make this happen. Hold on, hold on. Do, 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 do. Let's see if he will pick up. No, he's not picking up. All right, well, maybe next time. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining the show today. I really appreciate appreciated you being here. And we will catch you next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.